MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. All right, here we go. It is now a Thursday as we move along the month of November. It is the 21st, 2019. You are on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. And welcome in, those of you, Pluto TV, Channel 517. Thank you very much for waking up, hanging out with us here today on the morning line. I'm Joe Ranieri. We'll do our best to get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports and get you ready for what's going to be another epic night here because we've got, well, let's face it, we've got some exciting stuff going on. The Week 12 opening matchup between division rivals. The NFL will be center stage tonight as you've got what used to be Watson taking on Deshaun Watson of the uh, Houston Texans, taking on Andrew Luck of the Colts. is no longer that. Times have changed. It is still in. It is still Deshaun Watson, but only this time, it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. And those guys are going to get ready to do action here tonight. Colts-Texans, game number two on the season here. A all-important game. Colts coming off a uh, big win there last weekend. Uh, taking on now against Jacksonville, another division rival. Now getting ready to take on the Houston Texans. Uh, this game opened up. Houston, folks, minus five and a half. And, boy, did that get bet down quickly. A bunch of money coming in on the Indianapolis Colts. In fact, uh, so much so that it has gone from five and a half to now three and a half. Only a three and a half point favorite. The hook is still out there and available for those that are thinking about backing 
the Indianapolis Colts here tonight. But that's just one game on tap because we do also have a couple of college games of interest for folks, including an ACC matchup between North Carolina State and Georgia Tech. And uh, this, too, is another one of these very interesting games from the standpoint of one team has got so much to play for, even though it has been an absolutely terrible year for the program. But North Carolina State, if they finish the season off with a couple of wins, they are going bowling. That's right. One of the 500, 5,000, I'm sorry, 5,332 bowl games that we are going to be inundated with here over the next couple of months. They would love to get a piece of one of that. And they can, but they got to beat what has definitely been a terrible year for the uh, the Georgia Tech, uh, the Yellow Jackets here. But not Georgia Tech's fault. It is kind of a regime change going on there in Georgia Tech. Jeff Collins taking over. Uh, Paul Johnson, longtime Georgia Tech coach, running that triple option forever. Recruited forever for the triple option, and they don't run the triple option anymore. It makes it kind of difficult to uh, to work with pieces that were actually given scholarships to run one way, and now all of a sudden you've got a new coach who wants to run the other way. But Georgia Tech has been absolutely uh, competitive this year, some games, until you played with Clemson, but that's a different story. Uh, but this is a big game, and motivation comes into play this time of year anytime we are talking about Late season games, only a couple of weeks left, week 13 in the college football season. You've got to ask yourself motivation for some of these uh, some of these programs, some of these kids. What is motivating them? What's going to get them going here? And Georgia Tech has got really nothing to play for here tonight. But North Carolina State does. But that doesn't stop the odds makers from making Georgia Tech an opening line, two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total in this game is 46-and-a-half, folks, 8 o'clock. Is there an opportunity, possibly, to take a dog on the road here in Georgia Tech? We'll break down this game for you. We'll let you know exactly what way we're going on with it. But last night, there was a game that was getting ready to set the record straight. That is right. There was a game last night in the MAC. There was an opportunity, and we did a lot of research here on the network yesterday. Those of you that uh, watched Make It Rain here beginning at uh, at 7 a.m., you knew uh, about the Akron Zips. And the problem with the Akron Zips is that they had started the year uh, 0-10, and not only did they start 0-10, that's not necessarily something that we have not seen before, but to go 0-10 and to never, ever, ever in that 10-game period cover a spread, now that is something we don't often see. And that is a record. So now the question was, going into this game last night with Akron, going on the road to take on a Miami of Ohio team that had already pretty much clinched the MAC Eastern Conference there. They were getting ready for a MAC championship game. They could close it out with a win last night, but that spread, oh, that spread, 31 points last night. The Zips were getting. That's right. And right here on this very show, guys, on this network, there was one person that stood up to you and said, listen, I know it's horrific. I know it's horrible. I know you don't want to do it. But we explained that in order to be profitable long-term in sports investing, you've got to be willing to play and spend money on ugly, 
ugly dogs. You have teams that are just so bad that you're going, I can't even, because there's value. And we tell you all the time, right? The case in point, you're not betting teams. Forget about the name of the team. Forget about the name of the jersey. All you care about is the numbers. And the numbers last night, like we broke it down for you, 31 points, way too many points, way too much value for you not to be able to back the Akron Zips, which we eventually found out, thanks to the crack staff in the pit there, headed by Bavona. Could have been named back in the uh, 20s and 30s the uh, the Hillbillies, I believe. Uh, there was a couple of other uh, really good ones there, the Kangaroos. Uh, they ended up going with the Zippers, and Zips for short. And you know what? They got some help from the uh, alumni last night. Somebody was overlooking them because not only – did they? Well, they didn't win. I mean, that's so they're still all in 11. Let's, let's not make it seem like this is a redemption story. But what it is, is proof positive that, yes, even the ugliest and worst of teams are capable of helping you profit in sports investing. If the value is there, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference who the team is. And Akron... We're 20 to 17 losers to Miami, Ohio, but they got the cover. The first cover of the year. Also, I think I was the only one actually had a ticket on them. So there, there's always that. That's what we do here. Point it out for you. Give you the scores from the rest of the night. NBA as well. Big NBA card. We'll talk about that coming up here. It's the morning line. Happy Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. So we actually had a first in the NBA last night, and an entire city has gone crazy because of it. We'll explain there. We'll run down some of those games last night. From a full NBA card, and of course it ended last night, West Coast game. Those of you still up on the West Coast might have just finished watching that game a couple hours ago. Good for you. Uh, those of you that went to bed on the East Coast, uh, we did have possibly a preview of a NBA championship series between the Clippers and the Boston Celtics. And load management, would it, uh, would it actually... Rear its ugly head again last night. We'll tell you. We'll get you the details there. But first, an end of an era happened yesterday in many sorts. And for those of you in the New York metropolitan area, including the uh, the fellas in the pit there, running the uh, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, the, uh, the New York Yankees have gone ahead and decided to move on. And they decided to move on from one of the all-time greatest busts in Major League Baseball history. And that, ladies and gentlemen, would be the doughboy himself, Jacoby Ellsbury. Jacoby Ellsbury has been cut, released. Bon voyage. Vamos. Get out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yes. Oh, yeah, by the way. They still owe him $21 million this year. But that's besides the point. The point is, Jacoby Ellsbury is no longer a New York Yankee. But he is a hell of a lot richer than he was when he started here. They're still on the hook, $21 million uh, that he is owed next year. And he's got an additional $5 million buyout for 2021. Keep that in mind, guys, that this uh, Jacoby Ellsbury would have been yeah, he does still had to have been on the roster and on the team in some capacity here for the next couple of years, even though we haven't seen him since, oh, psh, I don't know, what, 2014, 15, maybe? He would get out there, and then all of a sudden he'd stub his toe, and that would be it. But yes, no, no, it is over. The era is over. Finally, the New York Yankees can take a shower and get rid of the stink that is Jacoby Ellsbury that has just been so cumbersome over the uh, well, the entire time. Unbelievable. Keep in mind, this was the guy that was going to be the next Johnny Damon, if I'm not correct, right? Damon, of course, was an icon in Boston back in the day, came to the Yankees, was an integral part of uh, championships, not only for Boston, but for the New York Yankees. Yeah. Jacoby Ellsbury, yeah, no, 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 never got into there. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, unfortunately, uh, when he came in 2011, he was the runner-up in the MVP voting, if you guys can remember back then. Remember that? He was the runner-up in the MVP voting in 2011. 
Then he followed up uh, that year with uh, pretty much uh, just about every injury known to mankind. Yep. And in total, I believe, uh, he didn't have a whole lot of hits either. Didn't have a whole lot of hits. Didn't have a whole lot of anything. But the Yankees, unfortunately, they uh, they dealt uh, the Babe Ruth era, a, uh, a laughable Babe Ruth era, guys, if you remember, right, for all those years. The Yankees laughed and laughed and laughed that they, ha-ha, we stole Babe Ruth from you. Well, Boston, they had to wait a couple of hundred, well, at least waited a hundred years at least to, uh, to return a favor and said, oh, you want, you want Ellsbury. Oh, okay. All right. You're going to pay, oh, you're paying him 153 million. He's all yours. We won't get in the way. So congratulations, uh, congratulations. Finally, some people, it takes a little bit longer to realize, uh, the mistakes that you made, but congratulations to the New York Yankees. No longer will they have to deal with where's Jacoby Ellsbury? Excuse me, Mr. Cashman. Where's Jacoby Ellsbury? Not on the team anymore, people. Not on the team. Not really like he was on the team to begin with. But I do think as far as busts go in uh, all the professional sports, and I don't know, I'll ask uh, you guys that are awake there in the uh, in the pit there because you are uh, ground zero there in uh, in Manhattan, New York. And I'm sure you guys heard the news there. I'm sure the papers had it yesterday, but. What uh, is there anybody that you can think even in the New York sports arena? Is there anybody that has been a bigger bust than Jacoby Ellsbury, a more expensive bust than what Jacoby Ellsbury was giving him all that money? Then I can't think of anybody. Jerome James. But how much did he get? He got way too much for what uh, for what he was worth. Think it, it's a good call. Yeah, it's a it's a good call, but I don't know that he got I mean 153 for 7 years and a dude play had like 100 at bats for the team is just beyond me. I like think, that's uh that's totally beyond me. I can't think of anybody else that that kind of garnered that much money and then disappeared because he you know, oh it's my elbow, it's my thigh. He's got to be go at least in Yankee. I don't know that the Yankees have ever had a bigger bust than than that move. I can't think of anybody else really like, yeah, right. The only person that comes to my mind is, is uh, Jerome James. Cause he got like, a, I think it. It was right. like a, he got like, what, like a five year, I think he got like five years, $60 million just because yeah, he had yeah. one was good playoff absurd. series for the Sonics. Correct. That's correct. That is correct. But other than that, I don't, uh, I mean, that was, and don't forget this guy's, this was back in 2011. The idea that you gave $153 million, that'd be like $300 million today. It's ridiculous how much. That would have been at least $200 million today. So, I, I can, congratulations, Yankee. I don't know what took Cashman so long, but when you pay a guy that much money, I guess you have to, you don't have a choice but to justify it and, and hope that he can come back. But, I, I mean, he's 35 years old, dude. And, again, this is the problem in Major League Baseball. You want to hand out. That much money to dudes who are going to start getting into their mid-30s, and is there a chance of this guy playing major league? No, 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 no. But he's still got tw- – now, congratulations. The flip side is congratulations to Kobe Ellsbury. Dude, you got paid $153 million basically not to play. And you got, you're going to get an extra $26 million just to go away. That is just fantastic work for a guy that had – one or two good seasons with the Red Sox, and then that was it. And then all of a sudden, and even we should, the writing was on the wall, even in that MVP where he didn't win it, he finished runner-up. But even still, 
there were hints of, wow, this guy's missing a lot of games. Like, what's it? Every guy dies for a ball. He's hurt. He's out two weeks. He's out. There was some writing on the wall there, but, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, they were, he was going to replace Johnny Damon. Yeah. Oh boy. That worked out really well. So, uh, the end of an era. Congratulations, Brian Cashman, for making the right decision finally. All right. Around the horn there last night, we told you there was a lot of NBA action. There was even, a first, there was a history made, and speaking of the uh, the Knicks, it actually came against the New York Knicks. If you guys can believe it, history was made not for the New York Knicks, but against the New York Knicks last night. A below-average three-point shooter. There's If we can, um, if we can just uh, get some perspective on this quickly, as you heard the uh, the pure joy and excitement there out of the call, as the uh, as the Philadelphia 76ers uh, ended up uh, beating the New York Knicks. What a shock there at the Wells Fargo Center there in Philly, 109 to 104, and you heard the excitement. But we are talking about celebrating the fact that a uh, number one draft pick that has played 172 NBA games. Um, has finally hit a three-point shot. That that's what that was. Uh, not that they won a championship. Not that he that was point number fifty-eight or sixty-one that he scored and just completely dominated and set the work. No, no, no. He actually chucked up a three and made it, and the entire building almost came down. Yes. So now uh, the proverbial uh, monkey is off his back, I guess. And now he can go back to never shooting a three again as a point guard. Yeah. Yeah. It's the little things, folks. It's the little things in sports that make the difference, isn't it? Yes. Congratulations in 2019. We celebrate mediocrity. Yay. Congratulations, Ben Simmons. You hit a three. All right, more from the NBA, plus a look ahead tonight. Latest lines next, the morning line on the grid. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. <laughs> well, uh, well done, Pavone, and I'll give you this, man. Little na na na. See you later, Jacoby Ellsbury. But I'll tell you this, uh, way to bust out steam, all right, on a uh, on a track. And uh, for those of you that don't know, that classic song that we sing at just about every arena, the group was Steam that actually did that song back in 1968. And that is more useless knowledge I know from spending so many years in music radio. So welcome in here on this uh, Thursday. It is November the 21st. And of course... We'd like to welcome those of you uh, on Pleto TV, Channel 517, all 20 million of you. We uh, Good morning to you, and thank you so, for stopping by here to The Grid on SportsGrid.com. And also, don't forget, check us out on YouTube, uh, SportsGrid Network. Subscribe to the channel, all the fantasy and sports wagering news, all the time that you need in order to be a more profitable sports investor. Of course, can also be found on Instagram at SportsGridTV. And... Let us not forget our NHL peeps. For those of you that would like to light the lamp in DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season, well, you need to join DailyRoto.com, and you need to learn from the very best daily fantasy sports players. Plus, you can get updated fantasy hockey projections for the NHL DFS, uh, line combinations, build stacks for tournaments, and, of course, it's all made possible by the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer if you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using daily roto um yeah let's stop doing that guys you're doing it wrong enter the promo code action get yourself a 10 percent discount that promo code action for a 10 percent discount and remember dailyroto.com it is where millionaires are made 
And uh, yes, we told you there uh, last night, of course, the uh, the entire city of Philadelphia uh, cracking open the champagne, going absolutely ballistic. Why? Well, because uh, you will remember and there will be people in Philadelphia that will remember forever. Where were you? When, right? Remember that? There's always those iconic moments in your favorite sports team's history where you're like, wow, I, I remember where I was. I, I remember the 96 World Series, uh, the Yankees. I re, I remember the Jeter, you know, falling into the, the stands there and, you know, knocking his, uh, almost knocking his teeth out there, trying to catch a foul ball against the, I remember all of it. And now the fans of Philadelphia, not a championship. No, no, no. Not a, Amazing individual performance, but yet a below a three-point three shot. Shooter there. Yes! He did it! And the best part about that, by the way, was listen to the audience, listen to the crowd. When he chucked it up, you could hear them going ballistic. Like, how many three-pointers are taken in a game? Now, quite a number of them, right? But nobody's holding with bated breath every time a three gets thrown up in an NBA game in 2019. But. We are talking about a dude that just signed an extra, what, $179 million extension who has played 179 NBA games and has yet to manage to actually make a three uh, or even, I don't know, attempt a three. But the reaction was absolutely priceless because you could hear him. The, the announcer is actually telling you what a awful situational three-point shooter he is. Like, how oh, he's just terrible three-pointer. Like, he hasn't made a three-pointer. He's just awful. And then all of a sudden, he chucks it up, and you hear that first wave of excitement. And then once it goes in, it was like total disbelief, and it didn't matter whether they won or lost the game from that point against the Knicks. Uh, they He had made a three the season was over. low average three-point shooter. There's I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't. I'm, I find it so comical that we are celebrating a dude that you just gave $170 million max contract extension to. Um, and you're celebrating the fact that he finally made a three-point shot. Just cracks me up. But the toothpaste out of the bottle, people. Pandora's box, it is open. He is ready to go now that he has finally taken his first three-point shot and made it. Oh, boy, are the floodgates. Man, are they going to open up. And, again, they did end up winning the game. Uh, but that wasn't even the craziest story of the night in the NBA, guys. The craziest story of the night, or at least the craziest game of the night, well, you'd have to go to Dallas for that. And uh, Dallas, something happened in Dallas that, uh, well, we don't often see. And it serves it serves this team right for uh, for all of the – um, for all of the ridiculousness that they uh, gave us and gave the rest of the league over the last five years. Uh, but Golden State had a uh, game last night. Not that you'd know it, but they had a game last night. And the Golden State Warriors actually won a game the previous night. It's a back-to-back for the Golden State Warriors. And uh, I believe they were getting eight points in this. Yeah, they uh, went to Dallas to take on uh, the red-hot Luka Doncic, who... I, honestly, I, watching the box score in this game last night, I, I could not believe what I was seeing. And what happened was Luka Doncic uh, just about outscored the entire Warriors team in the first half of the game. That's right. That is how bad it was. 
He had 33 points by halftime. 33 points. He was 10 of 11. He had uh, six or seven threes go down. He had five boards, six assists. That is uh, Luka Doncic. That's not a team stat. That is Luka Doncic stat. That is a single player stat going up against a team that was just, um, I don't even know what to say. Um, he had 22 points, five boards, five assists in the first quarter, in the first quarter of this game. And then, of course, he eventually, uh, they, you know, I, was there a mercy rule? Is there a mercy rule? I don't think we've ever seen this before. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's just 20 years old. There's that. Yeah, he's only 20 years old. If this dude is not must-watch television here for the next uh, 10, 15 years, I don't know what is. And he's in a pretty big market in Dallas there, and hopefully, you know, they were always wondering who was going to replace Dirk. Well, I think they figured it out uh, big time. But the difference is he scored 33 points to the Golden State's 38 as a team. He had 33 in the first half. Golden State had 38. But the only problem was um, he shot 33 points and scored 33 points in 17 minutes. Yeah. There's a, there's a few more minutes in than 17 in a first half. So congratulations once again to Golden State. I don't really know what to say to you except for the fact that what do you want? You did win a game the night before. It's not like with that G League team you're throwing out there. Draymond Green didn't play again. What a shock. If I'm Draymond, I'm pulling a hamstring uh, rather quickly here. But, uh, yeah, it was, in fact, Steve Carr, after the game, said, we're not even going to look at the tape. We're just going to burn it and move on. No point in looking at a tape where you get uh, absolutely boat raced. And, uh, listen, if you don't think uh, Luka Doncic is a pretty special player, I can tell you this, Rick Carlisle certainly does. Well, he's on an amazing run right now. You know, he's doing it without disrupting team flow, which is very unique. And so, look, he's a, he's a very special player on a, on, a, on, a, on a special role. Yep. And he's 20. The dude is 20. To think the New York Knicks could have had this guy. I don't know. Could they have? They probably could have, right? I don't know, Bavona. Could the Knicks have had, had Doncic there? I know there was a trade, but that was – wasn't that towards the end? Like, the, the was it 9 or 10? Like, where did he go in the draft? Doncic – no, Doncic went like – I think he went like 6. He didn't – he – the Knicks Sick, had, right? Because they yeah, traded the Knicks up. Didn't have they, him, sh- them in Atlanta traded. Yeah, the Knicks didn't have a shot to get Doncic, but I, I, I don't think he was on their radar. But even still, I, I think it was just that they knew that he, he was he was either going to go to Atlanta, he was going to go in like the top five, and the Knicks had like the ninth pick. Ninth, right? But even Atlanta three. traded up to Remember get him. Brian I, says I he mean, went uh, three. they. He went three that year. Yep. And then the Hawks traded. So who had three? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta had three, and Dallas was further down. So Dallas traded with Atlanta. And then basically, I think they swapped. I think Atlanta might have been four, or Dallas was four, rather, and they flip-flopped, right? Because I think the next pick for Atlanta was Trey Young anyway. Yep. Oh, so here you go. Luka that- Don- yeah, Luka Doncic was picked three by the Hawks. Uh, Trey Young was picked number five by Dallas, and then they made the trade. And, the and Knicks, then they made the trade. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. The Knicks didn't have a shot. And the they, Knicks were where in that draft? They were ninth, and that's when they took Kevin Knox. And they took Knox. Yeah, there wasn't really uh, – there, there wasn't a lot of buzz around the Knicks with him, though, right? I mean, no. there wasn't – No, the only one – I mean, that, plus they had Porzingis, right? They had Porzingis. The only one – Is there any way were... they didn't know about him, having Porzingis? Is there any way they didn't know about this kid? <laughs> they probably didn't. <laughs> 
or more than likely, they probably just knew that they didn't. They had absolutely no shot at getting him. I think wow. that was it. I think they knew. And that who was one and two in that draft? That one and two was DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley the third. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that's gonna haunt those teams for a little while, man. Not that those guys are bad. I mean, Aiton, yeah, but is Aiton even playing? I thought he was suspended because uh, you know as he I had know, a Seven uh, Eleven hot dog with a uh, this actually with some is sort not, of steroid in it. This is not the best draft class outside of Doncic and maybe Trey Young. Well, excuse me, Doncic and Trey Young. That's really it. I mean, Wendell Carter, Collins. I think those two are superstars. I think the other guys are good players. I think they'll be good players, but I, I do think this kid and then Trey Young are probably going to be just, you know, they're, they're going to be a cut above the rest. I'm going to give Michael Porter Jr. benefit of the doubt because he's just had injury yeah. problems. Right. Yep. And he can be there too. And let's fail. Let's not give up on Knox yet, right? I, I need... <laughs> no, that, no, no. That's, that's uh, giving up on the Knicks. There's a difference. You don't have to give yeah. up on the player, but, but you can give up on the Knicks. That's me. <laughs> Oh, I gave can't. Ago, unbelievable. Though. Yeah, I, listen, I, I can't say I blame you, but uh, congratulations again. At some point, though, Rick Carlisle is going to have to uh, he's going to have to let his uh, the uh, his lower his uh, twig and berries just he's going to have to rip it out there and let this guy go for 81 and a half uh, or in a game because he is fully capable of doing that. 33 points, 17 minutes in the first half, nearly outscores the entire Golden State uh, Warriors team there. Um, they rolled. To say they rolled is I don't think they were trying to get people out of the stands to play in the fourth quarter. That's how ridiculous it was. All right, more from the NBA, including the game of the night, Celtics Clippers. We'll cover it next. The Grid, Sports Grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh, welcome back into the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Neri. This the morning line. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. As we take a look at some of the scores and uh, some of the wins, some of the uh, the bad beats there last night, and uh, one of them, if you are a Celtics fan, I know all eyes in the NBA last night were certainly on the Clippers taking on the Celtics. Some people feel this could very well be a preview of what is to come here in the NBA Finals this year, as the Clippers obviously loaded the Celtics, one of the hottest teams to start the season. Seemed like they were never going to uh, lose a game there for a stretch, but they do have a West Coast trip that they are on. It started a couple of nights ago in Sacramento, in which they lost, breaking that uh, that win streak that they had. Now they had to go and play Paul George, at least, and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, the big question, of course, was what it was Kawhi going to play? There was, he was listed as questionable. There was a lot of talk yesterday that Kawhi was not going to be on the golf, uh, on the golf, maybe on the golf course, not on the, uh, on the court. He was uh, dealing with a knee contusion that was suffered in the Houston game last week. He hadn't played since and already missed uh, three games. Uh, if he didn't go last night, that would have been his fourth game in a row that he missed. In the meantime, Makes it easier when you have Paul George back in the lineup, and Paul George has been holding the fort down. But last night, it really came down to Kawhi Leonard, who was playing and did play. Kawhi and Paul George on the court for the very first time, and yet took him to overtime, the Celtics did. Smart will inbound. Walker, and the Clippers hang on and win in OT. Yep, that was uh, Kawhi Leonard just swatting the ball there uh, away from uh, Marcus Smart there. Not uh, not a great look for the Celtics. Kind of a tough beat, especially since they were up seven with two minutes and 21 seconds left to go in the game. And they just uh, they could not close the door, couldn't gain, uh, just couldn't get a couldn't buy a bucket at all. But really, if it wasn't for uh Tatum there last night if it wasn't for what he did in that game he single-handedly went bucket for bucket uh Kawhi and Paul George were just crazy last night and uh he yeah Jason Tatum was really really good while the rest of the Celtics struggled no Gordon Hayward no Smart was no good Kemba Walker couldn't buy a bucket uh this kid really did take these guys too single-handedly by himself, took him to uh, overtime. But uh, the Kawhi-Paul George 
it's off to a uh, it's off to a winning start. That is uh, the first game together. That is the first W together. And of course, we will see where it goes from there. But the Celtics did take them to overtime on the road. Tough loss. But again, I do think the Celtics certainly in the East. You cannot ignore them. Uh, they are not going away. Uh, this team is for real. And with the Clippers beating the Celtics in overtime, 107-104, the Celtics covered at the very least. Again, good teams win, great teams cover. The Celtics, they covered as a seven-point road underdog. It stayed under 217, despite the fact that it went to overtime. It still stayed under. How cool is that? And uh, on the night, there were some uh, interesting games. Favorites went 6-5 uh, and five against the spread. Uh, the only minor upsets were the Wizards. They covered plus two, plus 110 on a money line over the Spurs. And the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, they were getting a point. They were even money on a money line over the Pistons. The Overs also seemed to be a bit more profitable last night, 6-5. So it is going to be another big night here in uh, in the world of sports. You've got Thursday night football in the NFL. you got a college game. you got 36 college basketball games. Light card in the NBA, two NBA games tonight, but 13 NHL games to choose from. So there is a lot to be excited about here tonight. A lot going on. And, yeah, we're also starting to see, and tonight's a college game, by the way, North Carolina State taking on Georgia Tech, ACC matchup. And really, this is a motivational matchup. This is a This is a game where NC State, if they can win the final two, they're probably going to a bowl. Georgia Tech has got absolutely nothing to play for. Both of these teams, though, are just, uh, they have been so bad. They're both in uh, crazy losing streaks right now. And NC State started out 4-2. and two. Things look so good for them, but they have lost their last four. They lost last week 34-20 to Louisville as a four-and-a-half-point dog. Uh, they've been outscored 133-40 to 40 guys over the last three games. And Georgia Tech, no better. They've lost three of their last seven. Uh, I'm sorry, they've lost three in a row and seven of their last eight. Virginia Tech uh, just boat raced them there, 45 to nothing. They were a six-point dog in that one last week. Both teams are two, seven, and one against the spread. So you got to look at this game and go, huh? What, like, who do I take? Well, Georgia Tech opened up as a short one-point home favorite. The public... Is all over North Carolina State. They think they're the better team with the better record, and they just they can't believe that the Wolfpack are the underdog. So the public is hammering uh, North Carolina State. But Georgia Tech is now a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. So why would that be? Well, then it will be because <laughs> the Sharps, the big-money bettors, love Georgia Tech. And, again, it's a very profitable very profitable system to go, you know what? I, I didn't follow Georgia Tech this year. I didn't follow North Carolina State, but I know how to read the market. I know how to read the market line. And the line is telling us very simply, guys, that, yeah, the public loves what they perceive to be the better team, North Carolina State, on the road. But the professionals are hammering Georgia Tech here, and they are moving the line further away from North Carolina State and closer to Georgia Tech. Opened up at minus one, now minus two and a half here, guys, in some books. So keep an eye on this game. If you want, it's not that hard. It really isn't. Not that hard to just follow the market and understand that professional bettors, their goal is to not side with the public, or at least as very little as possible. But more importantly, uh, to make sure that 
the side they're on is the same side the sports books are on. So when you see 30% of the bets and you see the other team getting 70% of the bets, but the line is not moving towards the other team, then understand the chances are the money is probably much bigger, more liability for the sports books, even though there's only 30% of the tickets being written on a team. And that's kind of what you got going on here. 70% of the tickets on North Carolina State. 30% of the tickets on Georgia Tech, and yet the line keeps growing for Georgia Tech, which means the money, show me the money, no need. That's where it's going. It's going to Georgia Tech here tonight. And we told you last night, of course, in college, uh, college basketball was actually on on tap last night, 39 games, and a couple of the top 25 teams. uh, Number two, Louisville, was a 37-point favorite. Number five, North Carolina, taking on Elon. They were a 29-and-a-half-point favorite. I will just say this. North Carolina went in uh, down at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 16, Memphis, 16-and-a-half-point favorite. And number 20, Tennessee, they were a 28-and-a-half-point favorite. All of them won, but only Tennessee covered at the 28-and-a-half points there. One of uh, our favorite plays yesterday was Arkansas State. Um taking on uh, Memphis in that game and gave Memphis all they could handle, especially off of the news that their number one draft pick this year, guys, the single number one draft pick by far is going to be this kid Wiseman out of Memphis. And if you remember, we told you that there was a situation where years when he was in high school, a couple of years back, his family needed to move. Uh, and before he was the coach there, Penny Hardaway had lent the family $11,000 to be able to move to put him near a high school that he could play at. And, of course, he ended up going to Memphis, and so did Penny Hardaway, So as it worked out. So the uh, the NCAA has um, said, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Why? Nobody – we still haven't been able to figure out why. But uh, what was really funny is the NCAA came out and said that, well, he's going to be suspended 12 games now, okay, and also the eleven thousand, eleven thousand five hundred dollars that his family received to move to get him to a decent high school in order to be able to make it to college. Yeah, he's gonna have to pay it back. But he can't make any money, can't borrow any money while he's in college. So how is he supposed to pay back eleven thousand five hundred dollars? Uh and they want that to go to a charity. How is he supposed to do that if he can't accept any money on any level for anything so that is just the um that is the ncaa at work for you congratulations uh they continue to screw it up every chance they get all right we're going to break down some of these games uh obviously coming up tonight we'll get we'll dive into the three and a half point underdog indianapolis colts on the road tonight taking on the houston texans we'll do that coming up in make it rain but i do want to mention a little something to you here because this came up yesterday it's a good gambling you There was uh, a couple of stories that have been rolling around here in uh, in the sports betting universe and sports uh, sports betting tabloids. There was a uh, a college uh, kid, 20 some odd years old, that is uh, is being seen driving around. He's got a brand new like McLaren, uh, you know, Mercedes, and he is apparently a college kid that is going on like a ridiculous heater where he has won. Something like six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars playing parlays, and not just any parlays, guys. He is uh, he is hitting these ridiculous eight and nine team parlays, and there are a lot of people now, obviously new to 
sports betting that are read this story. Uh, 23-year-old uh, better here from uh, Jersey, I believe, Fort Lee, New Jersey. And they are going, wow, this is it is possible. Well, anything is possible. Hitting the lottery is possible. But if you are new to sports betting uh, and you uh, and you think that this is of a normal type of situation, I can assure you it is not. The kid hit an eight hit a fifteen leg parlay for two hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars last month. Uh, it cost him eighteen hundred dollars to make that bet to win 239,000. He also hit a 13-leg parlay last weekend and won 333,000. That was a $7,000 parlay. So on the surface, when you read the headlines, guys, and you're like, wow, this guy's hitting 13, 14, 15-leg parlays. This is, I got to go, like, let me go ahead. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Uh, despite these great stories that get highlighted, which don't do anybody any good, Besides give people false hope that they can get rich quick in sports investing, it doesn't happen. And it happens so little and so unoften. In fact, 23-year-old college kid, yeah, you've got to be extreme. You've got to have a little bit of luck to hit two teams in a parlay, three teams in a parlay, 10, 11, 12, 13. You want to put a couple of bucks down, two, three dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. By all means, why not? It's it, your odds are better than hitting the lotto and the Powerball. But do not, under any circumstances, read these stories and think that, wow, I can sports betting's legal in my state now. I can simply go out there and play a bunch of parlays, and I'm going to win. I'm going to win big money. I can in in a month. The kid won six hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. Yeah, now. Now, it is a surefire way for you to go bankrupt, lose your bankroll, and probably have such a bad taste in your mouth that you're never going to want to uh, invest in the sports betting market again. So what you uh, don't know and what you obviously won't tell is, you know, where does a 23-year-old kid get in college? Where does he get $7,000 to play, $1,500 to play on 13-leg parlays? That is not a very good long-term betting strategy please (laughs) exactly all right so coming up we'll make it rain we'll dive into our plays of the day we'll help you make it rain i promise we'll do coming up next sportsgrid.com dailyroto.com learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hannah Storm and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. I overslept. Look, I need your help. Here's what you missed on the morning line. Go! Jacoby Ellsbury has been cut, released. Bon voyage. Vamos. Get out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yes. Oh, yeah, by the way, they still owe him $21 million this year. But that's besides the point. The point is, Jacoby Ellsbury is no longer a New York Yankee. But he is a hell of a lot richer than he was when he started here. They are still on the hook, $21 million uh, that he is owed next year. And he's got an additional $5 million buyout for 2021. Keep that in mind, guys, that this uh, Jacoby Ellsbury would have been Yeah, he still had to have been on the roster and on the team in some capacity here for the next couple of years, even though we haven't seen him since, oh, I don't know, what, 2014, 15, maybe? He would get out there, and then all of a sudden he'd stub his toe, and that would be it. But yes, no, no, it is over. The era is over. Finally, the New York Yankees can take a shower and get rid of the stink that is Jacoby Ellsbury that has just been so cumbersome over the, uh, well, the entire time. I mean, 153 for seven years, and the dude play, had like 100 at-bats for the team is just beyond me. Like, that's uh, that's totally beyond me. I can't think of anybody else that, that kind of garnered that much money and then disappeared because he, you know, oh, it's my elbow, it's my thigh. He's got to be, go at least in Yankee, I don't know that the Yankees have ever had a bigger bust than, than that move. I can't think of anybody else really, like, yeah, right? the only person that comes to my mind is is uh, Jerome James because he got like a, I think it, it was right. like a, he got like what like a five year I think he got like five years sixty million dollars just because yeah, he it, had yeah. one good playoff absurd. series for the Sonics. Correct. That's correct. That is correct. But other than that, I don't. Uh, I mean, that was and don't forget this guy's This was back in two thousand eleven. The idea that you gave $153 million, that'd be like three hundred million dollars today. It's ridiculous how much that would have been at least two hundred million today. So, uh, 
I can't, congratulations, Yankee. I don't know what took Cashman so long, but when you pay a guy that much money, I guess you have to, you don't have a choice but to justify it and, and hope that he can come back. But I mean, he's 35 years old, dude. And again, this is the problem in Major League Baseball. You want to hand out that much money to dudes who are going to start getting into their mid 30s. And is there a chance of this guy playing Major League? No, 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 no. But he's still got tw- – now, congratulations. The flip side is congratulations to Kobe Ellsbury. Dude, you got paid $153 million basically not to play. There was some writing on the wall there. But uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, they were – he was going to replace Johnny Damon. Yeah, oh, boy, that worked out really well. So uh, the end of an era. Congratulations, Brian Cashman, for making the right decision finally. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.